0: We are live with a brand new episode of Leadoff Talk with myself, Caitlin, and joined as always by Gabe. Gabe, how's it going, buddy?
1: It's going great, how are you?
0: Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Uh it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Uh but we're back. Um Gabe called the meeting, he sent out the bad signal. And uh <laughs> and yeah, you know, I was always like, you know, here, but it's fine, it's fine, we're back. Uh <laughs> So, so, Gabe, because you're the one who, you know, you're, you're the one who called, um, for the United Nations to to <laughs> convene. Um, what do you want to talk about, buddy?
1: I mean, I think we just need to talk about. I mean, you have a Twitter. Most people have Twitter's. You've been pretty adamant on what's going on with Cleveland lately, with how people are calling for Tito's head. Uh, I am, for one, not calling for a head. I think there's some decisions I don't agree with, but. I feel like I do that with every coach for everything. So I'm not calling for his head, but, uh, I think, I think we just need to talk about the state of the Cleveland guardians, to be honest with you.
0: You mean a team that didn't have an offense for two months and (laughs) are still only two games out of first place?
1: Yes. That team.
0: Okay. All right. (laughs) Um, all right then, you know, so, uh, so we're kind of, you know, usually we we're always like agreeing on things. Um, but you know you you have some gripes with Tito in the front office. I'll let you. I'll I'll let you uh, just kind of explain your thought process on, on things.
1: Okay, so okay to start this off, I'll just say I'm always not. I have always never liked him. Med Rosario. I know he's gotten better, and I'm going to continue to stand on my ground with him. But he should not be playing shortstop on this team when we have three other guys in the big league roster who all play shortstop who are all better than him. I think we've talked about this before and I'm going to continue to talk about it. I think he's a negative 10 or 11 in defensive run saved, which the only guy worse is released from the team in Zanino. Um, he, it just continue It's just awful. It, it, some of these plays that he don't make, it's just every other shortstop makes. I understand some of are difficult plays but like you have your shortstop there to make those plays. The guy right next to him, uh, Jimenez makes those plays every day and yeah I said his name right I'm getting better he makes those plays every day uh, but I think and I'm going to continue to go on that one and I'm not going to go too deep on that but I think my biggest gripe was yesterday's game um, and after reading your tweet I was mad at first so to drop the scenario for everybody uh, Tyler Freeman I believe in the 8th inning got on base uh, they pinch ran with Miles Straw. Uh, I believe it was the eighth inning. He then proceeded to steal second base after the first, after a hitter, proceeded to steal, was safe, got called back because of a phantom catcher's interference, which should have been called, or batter's interference, I guess you want to call it. So he went back, next play, stole second again, just slid right into the guy's feet. I know some people are upset about that. I don't know if we can be because Jimenez is the same thing at second base. Um, But then he was out. And then, so later in the game, two outs, two eyes on, guess who comes up? Miles Straw. And he pops out. So my biggest issue, and after reading your tweets, i am kind of got a lot of, I've kind of thought about it. And I'm not mad that he pinch ran, because Straw is a better base runner. I am mad that they didn't pinch it for him the next time he came up. Why do we have Josh Bell on the team if he doesn't come in the pit in that situation? Why? And then also, I can't be too mad at that because Jose and Naylor had two of the worst at bats I've ever seen. I think, I think I've counted that they saw. I don't. I've got many pitches, but only they both struck out, and there was only one actual one strike called in
0: the was a strike, strike zone. Yeah, yeah. Only one pitch was in the strike zone.
1: Yeah, one pitch in the strike zone. So much as so I want to be mad, but at the same time, it's like why not just put Bell in there? I feel yeah. the I feel o- better with him in there.
0: The I only guess. the only issue with Bell or pinch hitting and. I think, I mean, if this is, like, a dire situation, I think you pinch hit. Right. Okay, say Bell comes in. He hits a single. And the game's tied. Well, then now what do you do? Do you put Josh Naylor in right field and Brennan back to center? Do you... Okay, you use Bell for one at bat. You put in David Frye.
1: I was gonna say to I go mean, play, fuck, I've seen David play, Fry play
0: right field. To play right field, do you put <laughs> Arias back in right field? Brennan back in center, and then, um, and then put Fry at third. Do you do you undh Jose?
1: Yeah. Like I i was saying, I I don't. That's
0: the really that's the only issue with defensive replacements is that they're not great hitters.
1: Right. Well, that's the it, thing. He's not even a defensive replacement at this point. That but yeah, go ahead. Sorry,
0: so and really, I mean, what I think Strauss hitting, what 230 ish. I mean, if he bumps it up to like 245, I think that's exactly what we'd hope for with good defense. And you know, it, it just didn't work out. Like, I would, I would agree that there you could have some criticism for not having um Bell. Pinch hit there, but then again, it's another lefty, and basically all four, all four lefties, or all three lefties, if it wasn't for uh, Jimenez getting hit, like they weren't seeing the ball well out of out of his hand. So right. I just, I just don't. It's always with a lot of these moves. It's, it's always like damned if you do, damned if you don't. Right. And my whole thing with Tito, especially this year is that you kind of have to look at it as a whole and go, we've played in so many one-run games. You didn't have an offense for two months. We're finally starting to get it together. We've been playing better baseball. Like, I'm not going to freak out. Now, I 100%, 100% agree with the Rosario thing. And honestly, I think it's it has to do with Tito, and I think it has to do with the front office, too.
1: Yeah, don't want to admit they're wrong at this point that they should yeah. have trade him in the offseason when his yeah. stock was the highest it's ever been.
0: He probably, probably, the Zanino thing. You know the criticism of having Zanino play like they're ju- they were always just buying enough time for Naylor for Naylor. So, and you spent you know you gave him a six million dollar contract. I don't think anybody pretty, thought he would be as bad as he was in the month of May. After being actually pretty okay in April. Yeah. I mean, he was hitting extra base hits. He was kind of being Mike Zanino of old. Defensive liability because he can't block the ball. He caught two <laughs> games there. But Which old, is hilarious
1: because before we got him, he was actually not bad defensively.
0: No. So like all the metrics showed that he wasn't bad. But maybe it's an injury thing. Maybe it's a getting older thing. Yeah. I, it is like where way she goes, right? And you can obviously tell that the more, you know, Bieber threw to Zanino, he didn't he wasn't a fan, because he cost him a couple games. He cost him the game in Oakland, uh, like the second series of the year. He cost him in Chicago with the catcher's interference.
1: And then right. that inning
0: kind of spiraled spiraled around. Like, you know, it, it, it just kinda is what it is. But also Zanino was a former all star veteran catcher. But you were always like buying time. And it was right. annoying, but like again, I I feel like that's more on the front office wanting to save some money, to, you know, the super two status for for Naylor, than you know, because like it's not like Cam Gallagher was so much better. I mean, for the longest time, he was hitting under one hundred for the first right. month and a half. He and was just playing
1: who, good defense, that you then, could be like, okay,
0: yeah, and then uh, what's his? Who is the third catcher? Uh,
1: Fry,
0: no, ma, Maurice Varelia oh, or y- whatever. Yeah. Like yeah. he had like five at bats. Yeah, like, I don't I'm even think why he started he was on the team. game. Well, because they wanted to keep three catchers, so yeah, they know, could just... so they could arbitrarily like kind of add more hitting at times. And then Fry comes in, and you know he's been okay at times. I think he's put been put into a couple not great situations, especially. You know, as a defensive replacement, I think it was against the uh, the Cardinals where he had the pass ball. But it's like, dude, yeah. you're, you're you're catching Nick Sandlin, and he doesn't always know where the ball's going either.
1: Right, and well, it was also guy, that Fry barely played catcher this year. He, he, didn't got even, he, up. he didn't.
0: He didn't even play catcher. Oh <laughs> in, yeah, in I'm sure he did, but this he did. year he didn't. Yep.
1: Yeah. So I was like, "What?" Well, like, I don't understand some of the things we do. And since you said about Fry, just if I could add on to that point, the other thing that makes me upset with. I don't, like I said, I don't know if it's like a front office thing or a coaching thing, but I mean, you've talked about this a lot. But David Fry hits lefties, right? Yeah. That's what he does. Why is he not in there when a lefty's up? Like, and I understand, I'm not taking Naylor out of the lineup anymore because I feel like he's cemented himself as one of the top three hitters on this team easily now. So, but like, Fry should be in there somewhere against a lefty. And then also, Gabriel Arias, I think we both love him. I think we both really did like him. And I still think he could be something. But he, I th- you've talked about it so much on your Twitter. He has reverse sp- splits. He can't hit lefties. And it seems like the front office only wants to hit him against lefties. Or or they burn him in right. And, like, he, you can tell by the way he plays right, he doesn't get good reads on the ball. Some balls that, like, I understand that are tough catches. But, like, ones that hit before the, fen- the uh, wall or something. Most outfielders will catch those. If we at least get close, he'll like just give up on it right away. I don't know if you noticed that or not. It really pisses me off, and I'm not trying to blame him because I understand he's
0: he's a like learning shortstop. a new position. Yeah,
1: on the fly. Yeah, like something they should – I mean, what makes me mad too about watching this happen is knowing that they gave a Rosario one fucking game in the wind, playing yeah. left field
0: mm-hmm. or
1: center. Was it left or center? Whatever it left. was, well, one that's game the thing. in six. He, yeah,
0: he he started both his first two spring trainings in Cleveland. He, they were using him as an outfielder.
1: Yeah, and now, now they're giving an arius. And like I said, it's hard for me to even get mad at the kid for trying because he's really learning right field on the fly. Um, I don't think he's I, been that terrible though. I don't like, think he's overall, been bad at all. And he's got no. a good arm. Great arm. Uh,
0: but again, because he can't he... hit
1: against righties or lefties. But
0: yeah, that's that's really the issue, and. And I know people complain about it all the time. Why is he in? Why isn't he again in against righties? Now, ideally, ideally, you would just platoon Arias and Rosario at shortstop. Yes. My thought process is, I I would agree, but I would rather just see Tyler Freeman play every single day.
1: Dude, dude I want Tyler Freeman. I think our, our lineup should be in. It. I think Freeman can play shortstop easily. Just saying.
0: Oh, 100%. I think he played...
1: but. Anywhere on the infield, I think he'll be great. I think. I think honestly, the if they put him in the fucking outfield, yeah, I think so too. like enough, but if, he needs to get every day at bats or somewhere close to that. I mean, all the kid does is hit the ball. Yep. And that I understand. I'm going to get back on the base running, but that base running thing that he went from first to third in that pass ball. Yep. How does that not earn you more playing time? Just right there.
0: I, 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 I think we we will see. We will see. But yeah. I 100 percent agree.
1: I mean, I could see him playing, taking over for short, or even going to second. is going to short, no matter what they want to do. I don't know if they're just in stone that Jimenez is going to be the second baseman, which is fine. But then, I don't know. We have so many shortstops, and Tyler Freeman needs at-bats. The I dude's agree. a gamer.
0: I agree. And he's the top
1: prospect for three years until he got I hurt, agree. what, 2022? Yes. And then we just forgot about him? Like The dude's now he's showing what he is
0: yeah uh, i one it, one million one million percent agree which is the whole reason why i think they're playing Arya so much against lefties is it are they putting him in like the the best position no because he obviously struggles against it but there's for him there's no val, there's no value in a reverse split middle infielder when you have tyler freeman who could hit both you know both sides uh pitching wise you have Rokio, who's a switch hitter and a, yep. and a better defender. That's and then cool. you still have Juan Bre- And you have Brito in double A. He might be the
1: best one out of all of them. Who might
0: be the best one out of all of them. And I, maybe he ends up playing. And maybe he ends up being like a second baseman or third baseman. You know, in a few years. But it's like, dude. <laughs> like, for Arias to make this team, he's got to be able to hit left-handers. And he just yeah. can't. And there's not really enough left-handers in the minor leagues for him to get consistent at-bats like that. Because that I think true. he's kind of shown what he is already. So if that means, you know, because Brennan's splits against lefties aren't you know, great. If if that means like having Arias pitch against or hit against lefties, then so be it. Because this team, this team needs somebody like that. Right. So okay. I don't it's like a I again. The other it's, thing a, was... it's a damned if you do, damned if you do Because it, it's like this is like this is his value. Like this is his value on this team going forward. But it's still what's annoying is that you have Rosario at shortstop, and it's like it just kind of ass backwards what this team is doing because I have so many young players ready for an opportunity to take over a premier position, yet they're just they just have Rosario. Literally penned in or sharpied in every single game, hitting in the most important spot. So I will right. I that is where I will criticize Tito, and I'm with everybody a hundred percent. Now when a, a med's going great, like it it does add you it does add a boost to your lineup. But he's a defensive liability now. And I think all the the progress he made from last year. To this year you could see Just where the gone. shift well you could see where the yeah. shift was so important because you could yeah. literally position him into you know better you know better spots and
1: yeah and yeah. it kind
0: of you know had and having him as a as a rover at times especially especially ball like balls up the middle at, with Rosario going to his left he's yeah. always struggled with that, that which you can't have in the shortstop Right, but with that shift last year and years before, that was always Jimenez's ball. Now that's Rosario's ball, and you're seeing where his range just isn't. It just isn't it, which has always been the criticism of him forever since we started his podcast. It was like he's he's such a great athlete, but he has zero range as an infielder. Right.
1: Oh yeah, I agree. And so yeah, I got, I have, yeah, go ahead. And just Sorry. and
0: just like a quick, um. Just 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 moving Rosario down in the lineup, moving Jose up to two, I think, and then whether it's Jimenez or Naylor hitting three, like th- I think that changes your lineup drastically.
1: Yeah, 100%. because then
0: because how many times do, have we seen you know Rosario up with runners in scoring position or whatever, and especially now if you know whether it's Naylor hitting ninth or Straw hitting ninth, like they're on base. You and then if Quan gets on, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're, you're you're it's the more at-bats for Naylor the more the bottom of the lineup isn't going to be like a black hole anymore like it was right with Zanino with Hedges it, melee wasn't terrible last year um but you know from what we've seen because we actually have a catcher who you know can do can actually hit the ball
1: right we hope. I mean, it's 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 gonna come along. We'll find. Yeah. Them, I,
0: I mean, again, I was joking when I said, "Did we really DFA <laughs> <laughs> Zanito? But it, you know, it. But it was yeah. rough. But hey, he's he's walking. He's taking pictures. He'll find his swing. That's exactly, okay. and the, yeah,
1: and the theme with Naylor too, and like all young players, like that's okay. Two things here, a couple, actually, a lot. <laughs> Let's say Freeman's batting secondary, I mean, for a med, I think that lineup looks great too. Just having Freeman in the two hole. I mean, I think yesterday he had a hit and run. Well, he tapped the ball to short. But how many times have we watched Cleveland players do hit and runs and just fucking miss the ball completely? Yeah, and then the guy gets thrown out by a mile. Know what Again, I mean, and I has, know he got he has
0: great bat to ball skills.
1: Yeah, and I know he got out, but like that right there was just like that's great. You know what I mean? You don't see that a lot with our guys. Um, I don't understand why, with, and
0: I don't understand why they stopped stealing bases.
1: That's yes, and that's what infuriates me too about the whole straw situation. Is what, like. Other teams will run on us in, like, the first three pitches every time. Like, it did not matter if it was Nay- if Naylor – they did it yesterday with Naylor or if it was Zanino, anybody. You know what I mean? They will run on us right away. But it seems like we're not doing that anymore. Stroff, I think he sold after the first guy got out. Like, why not just take off?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Trust I yourself. Don't like, yeah, why would we not that. do
1: that anymore? Uh, and the other thing I was going to say about, like, Naylor too. It's, it's funny watching Naylor – and I'm like, okay, he struck out, you know what I mean? Or he got out. That wasn't like he's working counts. And it just makes me feel better watching a young kid struggle and learning it than watching like Zanino mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Agree. How like my mindset changes because Zanino, I'm like, you are what you are. Naylor, I'm like, okay, he's going to learn from that. <laughs> and then the one question I had for you, okay? So let's say, let's say Straw continues hitting around 220, 230, okay? And also, just want to point out, I don't know. Are you big in the defense run save? I yeah. I
0: is that a big stat for you? Yeah, I know that analytically he's taken a significant drop off. But again, I I watch every game. I can't. I don't really know. No, I agree.
1: No, I agree with you. I I don't understand.
0: I don't understand that. I can understand for middle infielders. I could. You could tell that Rosario isn't good. You could tell he has no range. But Miles Straw, like, I don't. I just don't understand. And he's not bad. I think he's just at one right now, I think.
1: One or zero. Which, like I said, whatever. And like I said, watching the games and stuff, being you both, we can both see that he's not costing us game center. He's doing everything he's supposed to do. I don't have a problem with him playing center defensively. But let's just say he continues at two twenty, two thirty, 230, right? How? And then RES continues just to struggle against lefties. When do you think we could see either uh, Gonzalez back up, who – I know nobody wants to talk about the, the cycle he hit for yesterday. Before that, he's been pretty fucking mid in AAA lately. I know he went off yesterday, but he hasn't really looked the best. I think his numbers aren't the best down there. Um, or even um, Valera. when do you, do you think we see that many times soon? Or do you think
0: Well, I like, think getting Valera, a chance back up here? I think Valera would have already had a shot if he didn't get hurt in spring training.
1: Okay. Do you think he could be soon then if he continues to play, just keep, keep playing?
0: I think... I think by August first we'll have a different outfield. I will have somebody new in the outfield, whether okay. that's be a trade think... or it's okay. Valera, or I honestly at this point I would, I would bring up Oscar now, and that's what I was thinking. Arias. I,
1: I I I hate to I hate
0: to do it, but me too. It just it is what it is, and then have just Arias play right field because that's yeah, because that's the only way he's going to be on this roster. He yeah, has so much talent, yeah. and when he plays shortstop, and I told said it before, he looks like Carlos Correa. He's got a strong mm-hmm. arm, you know his his batting stance is like upright, you know he it just he looks exactly like him, and it just it just boggles my mind that <laughs> you know and, and it, it, that he struggles especially against lefties like like that, and he's always struggled against lefties if you look at his minor league numbers,
1: right. And Which again, there's funny. just no there's just
0: no value in that when you have when you have Will Brennan,
1: yeah. who's a
0: left hand hitter. When you have George Valera, who's a left handed hitter. When you have Kwan, who's a left handed hitter. Like I just his his opportunity is to play against left handed pitching as a right handed batter, and he can't do it. And unfortunately, you know it's it is what it is. Now in a few years, if he's gone and having success elsewhere, where people are going to bitch about it, but it's like. What there's more? only
1: so many chances you give somebody
0: yeah and especially when you have so many guys on this roster <laughs> trying to get an opportunity to play every day right like if exactly. tyler freeman just if Ty, if Ty, are you going to be upset if you know arias becomes halfway decent shortstop but you still have but you have tyler freeman and he's good or you have Juan Brito or brian rocchio no i don't think i need anybody's going to be that upset but they're gonna be like oh well you know we should have held on to arias more it's like all the dude does so the Nolan jones
1: situation right now
0: well, see, with, with all these guys, so like Nolan Jones, what sucks about him is that he's exactly what this team needs right now. Yes. But if Juan Brito is what we think he is, that might be a, just a good trade for both sides.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I still look at it saying it's a win-win. And we have having even seen Brito play in AAA, which, honestly, what I'm reading about, he might fucking skip AAA with how he's playing.
0: It's I mean, Holy it's shit. crazy. Yeah. Uh Let's see, Will Benson. Will Benson was awful last year when he got called up. I know he didn't get I mean, like consistent yeah. at-bats, but he looked lost at the plate. And for the first little while of this year for the Reds, he looked awful. But he hit a couple clutch home runs. But overall, it is what it is. Owen Miller is just like, you know, yeah, he beat us yesterday. But he's just like Arias. He was a reverse-split right. middle infielder who couldn't put – he was terrible at first base last year.
1: No, it was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life.
0: And, again, when you have Jimenez, you sign him to a long-term contract. You have Jose signed to a long-term contract. You have a million other shortstops. Like, I just, I just don't – there was no spot for Owen Miller, especially right. when you have Tyler Freeman. And you can't even find out-bats for Tyler Freeman and, and Arias consistently. But now you want to – People want to get pissed off at Owen Miller. And oh, guess what? After going after a very hot start, Owen Miller struggled. Yes, he had a good game yesterday, but he entering that game, he was like one for twenty-eight.
1: Yeah, that's literally Owen Miller. This is oh, this is, who is. is what
0: he is right now. Yeah. He gets on a hot streak and then he struggles. But it's like you you can't win or lose. Like really the trade that is upsetting is the guy that they traded to the to the Rays but yeah geez, that will no always
1: there. piss me off but yeah you know it it, 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 it is what it is
0: everybody has their trade.
1: but also y- he's a shortstop
0: yeah he's <laughs> so. a shortstop yeah the yandi diaz trade it's like this the guy's like 32 33 years old and he's just starting to elevate the ball like they tried right. to teach him to drive the ball but he would just hit like basically singles and stuff like that like, his launch angle was n- nothing for the longest time. It's like, like, he's fine. Like, he was always good, but now he's, like, really good. But he's he's already 32 years old. And, again, like, you can't win or lose everyone because part of that trade was getting Carlos Santana back. And who was an all-star that year?
1: Exactly. And people forget that, though. They just talk about us getting Jake Bowers.
0: Yeah. And, oh, it, know, took, you know, again, it took Jake Bowers how many years? To, to look like a halfway decent player for, and for right. the Yankees of all teams. Like, yeah, it and, happened. Yeah. like, it happens, man. That's baseball. Like, I don't
1: – And I don't think people realize, too, I we've talked about this before, and this is my last thing I was saying about, like, the whole, like like you said, like, baseball thing. I could probably make a list of all the trades. If you made a list of teams just owning trades, Cleveland's probably one or two. Yeah, with just winning trades overall in baseball. So, like, people need to calm down. Of course, you're, like you said, you're going to lose trades. And everybody's talking about these trades now because Benson's in the – Benson's on
0: the, the, hottest team like the guy in, we, Yeah, He's on the yeah, hottest team the, in baseball.
1: Exactly. And the guy we got back from Benson was a second-round pick who, from what I've heard, was, is a high-contact guy. You know what I mean? We won't know for a little bit. Same with uh, the guy we got back from Jones, Brita. Like, he's going to be – will fine. Just because these guys aren't in the major leagues yet, people won't be like – we gave up Jones for nothing. Like, you're an idiot. Well, I love Jones. I think we especially all love
0: Nolan, Jones. Especially like Nolan Jones. He went to the perfect spot. And guess right. what? The Rockies aren't – they're never going to be good in that division anyway. So even if right. Nolan Jones becomes a 30-home run guy, like, yeah, he'll make some all-star teams, but they're not going to have any that much success. That's right. like – exactly. that was like me saying, hey, do whatever you can to try to get Brian Reynolds on this team. I don't trust Pittsburgh to be good and develop players. The same thing goes with the Rockies. So, exactly. But again, the fact that he's actually hitting halfway decent, and it is kind of funny that Cleveland didn't, never really put Nolan Jones at first base either. He didn't have him play base. first base, and now he's playing first base at times. He's playing left field and right field. It, it's just funny to me. And yeah. Again, but people and people were calling for that, and I was like, "He he's played one game in the minor oh, leagues." Oh, I remember, and
1: you you called that guy out. He was like, "No, he's played there a bunch." You're like, "No, one and game." I'm like,
0: "One game. He's played more <laughs> innings, more games at shortstop in the minor leagues than he did at first base." <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, what, that was uh, like, what are I, you, what are we, what are we doing?
1: Right. And did you uh, real quick on the Pirates developing guys? And this is totally off top. Uh, topic The drafts, what next week or two weeks? Mm-hmm. Did you see uh, the guy, Dylan Cruz? I think his name is. He's like a top five prospect from LSU. Okay, He'll go number one or two. He said today before it came out that he does not want the Pirates to draft him and he will not sign there. So, you're talking about developing players.
0: Well, you look <laughs> at all their, their track record of pitching last now, they're right. Cole, all those pitchers are way better. Once I left Pittsburgh,
1: mm hmm. Oh, dude, Pittsburgh also just some of the worst trades. Oh, Chris Archer. I yeah. would never but that's forgive I them. mean
0: that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and I and I think Okay, this is where this is where I'll rant because I was ranting last night about Tito or people calling for Tito's head and everything. Just put it Again, out there. I've never
1: said Tito should get fired. I, I know, I, I know. Wasn't you, saying I but, okay. but
0: this is this is for the people on Twitter who call dead. for his head all the time. We played in the most amount of one run games. Okay. Mm -hmm. you in one run games you want to use your best pitchers so (laughs) what just boggles my mind is that on one hand people are criticizing Tito because I think the in game I think the lineup stuff is annoying especially with Rosario but the in-game stuff he's making all the the correct decisions I think more often than not again yesterday Pinch-hitting Myles Straw. It just, again, in a bigger game, I think you pinch-hit. But in a Sunday game, it is what it is. Right. And, again, especially after Jose and Naylor had just terrible at-bats. Because you had it set up to where, like, a single ties the game.
1: single scores them, yeah. Easily.
0: So – you had people all year, people, why are you overusing your bullpen? Because you're you're playing in so many one-run games. Like, it, it is it is that simple. No, yeah. They just haven't been as consistent as they were last year. He's making all, basically all the same decisions as he did last year. It's just this year, players have just been more inconsistent. The numbers for Stefan look great, but, you know, he's had – a number of clunkers, especially giving up home runs, especially last yesterday, giving up a, a double to Owen Miller, who always swings at the first pitch with runners in scoring position. Mm-hmm. He's he's he, Stefan blew the game against Minnesota, blew the game against the Mets. Class A has five blown saves, what, three of them are in extra innings, where the rule literally goes against him because he's a pitch-to-contact pitcher anyway. And a ground ball in second moves a runner over. You hit a pop, you know, a, a fly out to the outfield. And, you know, um, what happens? Uh, it's a sack fly and you get a blown save. on and run, blown save. De Los Santos was pitching great. He pitched himself into an opportunity to pitch the eighth inning. What happened against Boston? He blew the game check you—the value in Karincheck is for him to miss bats. He's a—he's effectively wild, but when he, like, so they're bringing him in when you need a strikeout, and he's giving up home runs. But like, that's still his value—is to try to get swings and misses. So I, I don't necessarily understand. Like, uh, Hentges has been effectively wild at times, where he'll like—he'll like walk a couple guys. It's just like, especially with your bullpen, the decisions, they're the correct decisions. It's just guys aren't performing and that happens. It's like, it's like people criticizing play calling in football. If a guy's wide open and he drops the ball, is that a bad play call? No. Or uh, the quarterback overthrows him. Is that a bad play call? No. The guy was open. Guys just didn't make plays. So what sure, exactly mate. are we complain like what exactly are we complaining about? Oh, against Arizona, you left Shane Bieber in too long. he was below 85 pitches heading into the eighth inning. Yes, it was bottom of the lineup and then the top of the lineup for the fourth time. but he's your ace and your bullpen was absolutely taxed the game before Tuki Tustan had to pitch the three games before that in versus San Diego you had the longest start you had was like four innings. Your bullpen was completely gassed. So he had to go out there and he just didn't make the, he just didn't make the pitches. Same thing happened against uh, the Brewers on Friday. Like they guys just have to make pitches. Guys just have to make plays. But to to micromanage every single baseball game, one of 162, like it's one of 17, when every game counts in the NFL, just it just makes no sense to me. And it just—it's just infuriating right now. And those are the same people who are who are calling for Tito in the front office to be fired, even though they were just praising him last year for making the youngest, helping the youngest team in baseball win ninety-two games. We are still the youngest team in baseball, and we're still only two games out of first place after not having an offense for fucking two months.
1: Yeah,
0: it's just at times, at weird times your bullpen has just kind of imploded and it's been random players. It's not like it's a one specific player where you can just avoid using him in big situations. It's been Stefan. It's been class A. It's been, it's been Morgan against uh, the twins where he, he didn't even get in, what he got one out on a sacrifice fly to win the game. But again, that was the game that uh, Stefan blew. Right. It's like all, it's like, yeah. You can't, you can't complain that he's overusing everybody. And then he goes to somebody different because they earned it and then they blew it. It just, again, it just doesn't make sense to me.
1: No, I agree. I think, yeah. Also on that note, I think the thing that also pisses me off is when, um, that's like four straight games. We have either we lose those games heavily or they're just heavy scoring runs. And one team is winning by a lot. Right. Mm-hmm. And so they use eggs So like, we need to come out there. You know what I mean, so they lose them for an inning, and then you have the fans go. You either get the why are they why are they wasting Fosse today? A. it's like, and but if you didn't do that, then it will come up in next game. You're like, well, that's what happens. You don't use it for a week. It's like, what do you want? Like, it's <laughs> like so that's that, that, how do you think they keep these guys good? You got like I understand we don't want to treat Fosse like a uh, Brian Shaw. You know what I mean? But you gotta get him out there every four days at least. At least. If he's not getting out there, you gotta you got to throw him out there.
0: Yeah, I, I just don't understand, you know, that, that thought process. Because especially for Class A, why does he struggle early on in the year? It's because he's not, like, in a rhythm yet pitching. Like, he's a guy that has to pitch consistently. And he's a guy who, because he pitches a contact and doesn't strike out a, a ton of batters, like, he could be used – Three or you know two or three straight games, and it doesn't really affect him because he it keeps his pitch count down. Even though overall this year he has pitched, he's had like outings more outings than last year where he's thrown like over twenty pitches. Um, But again, he's he's one of those guys that has to pitch all the time. So I don't I just don't understand you know criticizing again. I don't understand a guy who didn't really work for a few days. And giving him an opportunity, but it does always seem like like that happens, right? Yeah. They they use class A in a non-save situation or whatever to get him some work. And then literally the next day it's a save situation. But the, again, that's also a component of playing in the most amount of one-run games than any team. So again, exactly. if the offense was just a little bit better and a little bit more, a <laughs> little bit more consistent. But they have been this month, so, again, they're they're starting to, you know... we are starting
1: to improve. The weather gets warmer, they're getting better.
0: So, you know, it's I just, just... I just don't... Like, just the energy of certain things, it just kind of irks me. Like, I, I just... I'm so annoyed, which is why I had the tweet yesterday, quote-tweeting, uh, that dude who said, like, fire Tito and, at this point, front, fire the front office. Right and get who, literally get who. <laughs> right. Who is going to manage this team better?
1: Right, I think everybody I think honestly, I feel like everybody just wants Sandy, which makes no sense to me because Sandy learned everything from Tito, so it's just going to be
0: the Or same or some shit. Those, I feel like, oh, you know, like like a Kevin Cash. You mean the guy who learned under Tito?
1: Right. Yeah. Exactly. Who are best friends?
0: Yeah, the guy who was our bullpen coach the first couple right. of years in Cleveland. What again what are we doing like what I just don't understand. These guys just don't a, a great don't manager think. just doesn't grow on trees. We had many a... Eric Wedge <laughs> wasn't like a great manager, you know.
1: Mhm. God, obviously, I like, fucking hated him. Obviously Maniacta. like
0: like <laughs> Charlie Man like Charlie Manuel was a great manager and they shouldn't have fired him. Um Mike Corgrove was a good manager, but a lot of it is just like managing people. And right. it's that—that's Tito's specialty. So, w- like, what are we doing? And like the in-game stuff, they're the same decisions as he made all of last year that that helped them get to ninety-two wins.
1: Right, and like you, I think everybody says, like you said, we're only what two games back. We're oh, fine, but,
0: but you know, we 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 should be we we shouldn't be trying to win the the worst division in baseball. You have no power over that. You have no power in the in the division that you play,
1: right?
0: This isn't this isn't a team. This isn't Tito, the fourth or fifth year under five hundred, and you go, all right, maybe, maybe he's lost a step. They just won ninety two games last year, with yeah. the same roster, relatively the same roster.
1: I I will say I will say one thing, and I'm not, and I don't know if he listens or not, and I'm not, and it's a tweet that he did and I'm not calling him out, but Al, our friend Alex, he tweeted, I think, to you and said, like, we're one year ahead of schedule, which I understand where he's coming from because we're all a young team and all that, but also I do don't like that saying because I feel like it's a cop out um, because, like, we did win 92 games last year with the same team, and I understand we're still young, so growing pains are going to happen. You know what I mean? But, and like I said, I'm not calling out Alex, but I don't think that we're like that should be like four year ahead of schedule. Like, like I, I still think we should be a good team. And like I said, I'm not saying fire teeter or anything like that. But I do think that's kind of a cop out to say that. And he's not the one that said it. But
0: yeah, I think, I think, I would, I would agree that. I guess ideally, you know, when they kind of projected out that we were a, you know, we're, uh, we are a year, like ahead of schedule. But again, I also agree to your point that it's a cop-out. And I think the moves they made, if they were really a year away, if they really thought that they were a year away, if they were really a year away, would they have spent $17 million on Josh Bell this year?
1: Right. That's, yeah, that's my thing. Yeah. yeah.
0: So the moves they made were to kind of put them in a position.
1: Like to bridge the gap to be, yeah, I think the to bridge, be bridge the even gap, better, maybe,
0: yeah, to be even better this year. And Without again, one your
1: chips, then.
0: E- exactly, and sure. Does that also mean, you know, like Bieber's not a part of it? Yeah, but Beaver's such an anomaly this year. I just, I just, I don't really understand it. And not having Tristan McKenzie, I think, has hurt a ton. Yes. You have a team, as as a as a pitching staff that has the second most amount of rookie innings pitched by it. or rookies uh yeah rookies and innings pitched number 1 is Oakland
1: yeah and i mean it makes sense they have nobody over the age of what 22 on
0: the team but like that <laughs> exactly and in, in Cleveland's number 2 and again they're they're right there they're right there right. they're playing better baseball and this team under Tito has always been a second half team I, it just I it just doesn't i i again I, what i don't understand legitimately is like who who else like like who else can like literally manage this team no one. better than than Tito, right now, there were people calling for Chris Valenka's head earlier this year, and they just hired him last year. And the whole thought process of we're gonna hit more, you know, uh, bat to ball contact guys. Oh, Stephen Kwan came out of nowhere. Give Valenka his credit. What are like, what are are we doing? That people were, (laughs) people loved him last year. Right, And then now you hate him because the entire lineup uh, just stopped hitting. Like, I, I don't know. Josh Naylor is a perfect example why like, hey, it's a long season. Just kind of wait a little bit. It was frustrating seeing how many lineups, especially after April, Naylor hitting against lefties. But he's been pretty good recently. Right, man. Yeah. And Guys just need an opportunity to to do it, and if you and they thought highly of Josh Naylor, and now he legitimately could be an all star this year, and should be an all star this year. He
1: should be an all star this year, and the fact so, that he isn't already is disgusting.
0: So, again, can we just call on the brakes a little bit, just a little bit, with uh, <laughs> just hey, a bit. let's replace, you know, a a, a manager who, yeah, maybe. He's maybe he's lost a half a step, but that's still a lot better than most of the managers out there.
1: Exactly. 100% agree.
0: Let's not completely trash a front office who gets their who teams hire from throughout throughout baseball. Like people they they you know steal guys from our front office all the time. Mm-hmm. So again, Baseball is just such a, like, it's such a long year. And I just don't understand. And, again, I get so angry. Like, the games I've lost this year, I've been so angry, you know, throwing (laughs) shit like, oh, I can't believe we fucking lost that game. But, like, okay, there's a game tomorrow. And if we were, look, and I understand, if we were in any other division, we'd be screwed right now. But there's no, like, there's no... Sorry that both centrals are just terrible. Right. There's we had no we have no control over that at all. And and it feels like this team is is on the cusp of of doing Breaking something. Open, good. I think. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think, yeah. think so too. I think so too. Cuz again, the Twins always hurt. Even if they do the amount, Can we just talk about the Twins a little bit? The disasters <laughs> trades that they've had? The last couple of years, especially last year, they they trade for Tyler Molly, who's I think out with Tommy John surgery or whatever. They gave up Spencer Steer, who's playing every day for the Reds. They gave up uh, Christian Encarnacion, who is hitting like three fifty with twenty home runs in AAA for them. They traded. I think what I think the guy that we ended up getting from. In the Will Benson trade, I think he was from there. Um, oh, okay. I, th- I think. If sure. I'm, yeah, I think, I think so. They traded for Jorge Lopez, who has not been good since going there, and they gave up uh, Yander K- uh, Cano, who's been unhittable for Baltimore. Hmm. They've. Oh, what was it? Oh, Luis Rice going gonna hit four could hit four hundred this year. <laughs> and they gave him up. And they traded for Pablo Lopez, and they signed him to a long-term contract. But ever since he signed that long-term contract, he hasn't been that good.
1: Yeah, Although... and he uh, and they gave up a prospect with him. No, they, no, 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 no.
0: They actually got a prospect with...
1: They got a prospect, okay. Yeah, And I, what's funny about the Twins, I'll say this one thing, too, is that it's they never want to talk about those trades. I don't know if you follow any of them on Twitter. Mm-hmm. The only fucking thing I ever hear about from them, and it makes me mad every single time... Is they bring up a pitch of Nelson Cruz and like imagine trading this guy and to get up to get Joe t- Ryan. Tra- Joe Ryan. Yeah. And I'm like, that's the only trade you guys have done that's good. And like, yeah, that is a steal. You know what I mean? But they also sa- like they, they signed get-
0: Buxton long term and he's stuck being yeah. a DH. He hasn't even- he can't, yeah, he doesn't even he play can't center. Play the fe- he can't even play center anymore. Yeah. And he's always hurt. Michael Taylor can play center. You signed Korea. And oh. Now he has panor, uh, uh, plantar fasciitis.
1: Who also, and- I just want to put it out there, statistically, might be having a worse show than Javi Baez. And I feel like all we want to do is shit on Javi Baez. To, yes. so sorry, go ahead.
0: No, but it's just like you signed a guy to like a seven-year contract who, yes, he was on your team last year, but he failed two physicals for two different teams.
1: Yeah. And they dropped their offers down extremely low. And you guys yeah. were like, you know what, it's fine.
0: I like just, it wasn't. It's just it's just so funny to me.
1: Right. I,
0: and I just you know they sure you know they've had some good trades. They traded uh uh Escobar to the Diamondbacks and got Duran. Um obviously they got they've gotten Joe Ryan. But overall, man, like you like you think they're gonna run away at the division? Maybe because they no. have like Sonny Gray, maybe because they have Joe Ryan. But Overall, like, their I don't offense, trust their offense. Their offense yeah. stinks. Jorge Polanco's on the injured list for the second time this year with a hamstring injury. Like,
1: yeah. And like we said, Carlos Cray has not been good. Buxton literally can only DH. Um, uh, Kepler's only good against us.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, or in Cleveland. In Cleveland.
1: In Cleveland. Yeah. That dude <laughs> is fucking. I would walk him every single time he comes up against us. He like just, He's like a brand new dude when he comes to Cleveland.
0: Yeah. It's so funny. But it's yeah. like, I just don't understand why people are are Fred again and they're managed by Rocco Baldelli who's a clown so
1: yeah oh, dude awful I still remember last year they made they rubbed carrot Jack's hair was that last year or two years yeah, ago like last year and Tito just stared at him and now the like, Tito go beat his ass
0: <laughs> well it's funny because he played for Tito too right in Boston but it's oh, just, yeah that is true it's just so funny man like the 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 freakouts about this team And again, I'm as a reactionary as everybody, man, as anybody.
1: Oh, yeah. I had some tweets yesterday, man, and I had to calm down a little bit.
0: But but now, because I've seen so much craziness from quote-unquote Guardians Twitter, like, it's literally made me go, all right, like, let's just calm down. Let's just think through these things rationally. Let's try to understand, you know, the lineups for Tito. Like Saturday, right? why is David Fry playing right field and hitting over Arias? And I was like, hmm, I thought about it. And I thought, well, that's weird. So I looked at the numbers. Peralta throws, his nickname's Fastball Freddy. He throws his fastball 53% of the time. Sure, Arias has good splits. He's because he hits like 270. some. I think it was like 274 against righties. But I'm like, okay, interesting. I looked at verse pitches. He's hitting under 200 against fastballs. David Fry, in a very, very short, uh, small sample size, is like 6 for 15, hitting 400 against fastballs. That's literally why. And guess what? Sure, he had the error in right field. Tough play. Ball kind of knuckled on him. Especially for not playing the outfield a-, a ton. But he had two hits in the game-winning hit. Game-winning RBI. What yeah. are we... It, it literally worked out to a tee. So, I agree. Like why? This is like, fun. <laughs> like, like why? I just and maybe and I don't and I hate sounding like a hater, but I, I just don't really understand the Arias love for a guy who just swings and misses all the time at pitches right in the middle of the strike zone.
1: I think the Arias love comes from the fact that we just all hate him men, so we want somebody to play shortstop. But, but not, I think people need to start love, realizing that why it's Why I just love
0: Tyler Freeman instead? Yeah, I
1: think, but, well, I think that's slowly what's happening. I think people start to realize, like, every time Tyler Freeman gets in there, I think he's, what, hitting 280 or 290 on the year? Mm-hmm. But it's like, I, I, I would love 280 or 290 with fucking that defense, that short or second, no matter what they decide. You know how happy I get to see – and I love Jose playing third base. You know how happy it makes me when I see Jose playing DH with Tyler Freeman at third? Just yeah, because that lineup, in the
0: lineup. that lineup was great last, last, yeah, yeah. just because
1: it's in the lineup, you know what I mean? And it shouldn't be like that. I shouldn't be like, because I like, I think Jose does a fantastic job at third, you know what I mean? It would make me so much happier to see Freeman maybe slide over <laughs> or,
0: but, or in a uh, lineup like that, D, D, just DH Rosario,
1: yeah, yes, if you, yeah, and have Jose Cleveland.
0: hit uh, play third, you know what? Freeman you personal. should
1: go to Cleveland, talk to Tito.
0: Look, I would love, I would love to. And Will again, your green
1: hat, and you'll be fine.
0: And again, this is <laughs> the that is the 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 criticisms that I one million percent agree with. But I also think like some of this is also on the front office continuing to have a med on this team. There's also the the value in a veteran guy, a leader. In the, in the locker room and stuff like that. I, I, I understand both sides, but you can still have him play a decent amount and still give Freeman an opportunity to play. You could start Freeman like three more times, have him play shortstop two more times a week and have Jose DH once a week and Freeman play third. Boom, that's three, yeah. four games right there.
1: Mm-hmm. plus, could the, you imagine? The, plus yeah. the
0: amount of times he could pinch hit or pinch run because i know they like to do that
1: yeah exactly i agree or even late in games i'm I'm okay burning freeman in the play shortstop
0: yeah i yeah i don't really uh, yeah i would i would do that Why not? in a
1: one run game i would 100 more be more happy to see freeman at short
0: freeman arias yeah defensive replacement for emid rosario it, what just what literally bothers me, and again, the criticism of Rosario, I 1 million percent agree with. The fact that he's just like the opposite of Miles Straw, where he's like, especially like, I guess right now, because Straw is like an average defender, but, you know, whatever.
1: Sorry, guys, like, my dog likes to be the loudest fucking no, person ever. No, no,
0: no. You're, you're <laughs> the fact that Rosario is like the opposite of Straw where offensively he's about average at the end of the year like after every year he's like he's just an average hitter he's right. a poor defender and he's a, he's a great base runner where straw is a below average hitter a great defender and a you know a good um base runner it it's just it just kind of boggles my mind that <laughs> that they just continue to have, like, those two guys sharpied in every single game.
1: Right. Well, August, let me say August 1st, okay? You see a lineup after trades and all this, okay? You see a lineup of – not a lineup, just position-wise, okay? Mm-hmm. Naylor at first.
0: Yep.
1: Jimenez at second or okay. short. Kyle okay. Freeman at second or short, whatever okay. you, they decide. I, I would love Jose, that Jose at third. Jose at third, Quan in left, Brennan in center. Okay. Uh, Valeria, Valeria. I don't know. How to say his last name. It's I, I, mean, see, like, I, I would it's say. Bother me forever.
0: Yeah, I would say Valera or a bat that they get at the deadline.
1: In right field with that's us just say Oscar hitting for somebody being against lefties, and then you have Josh Bell at DH. Sure. Yeah. I'm. I'm I mean, I'm, I, would, I would. I mean, that's I'm that's if they me. don't trade anybody. And that, trade for a bat. I think they do some trades. I, I honestly do they think too, that a med's gone by trade deadline. 100%. I, they,
0: just have too many, they just have too many guys at this point.
1: Right. Like, it just What do they get now? Because, I mean, this whole time I've been thinking pitcher. I mean, I've been thinking right field, right field. You know what I mean? or even, But now
0: we could use a veteran. Now you could a use a veteran pitcher.
1: pitcher. Yeah. So, now it opens up doors even more. Because if they trade for, like, they trade a med. And that's just to throw Arias in the deal. I don't, I'm don't. i not saying they should, but that's what they do. You know what I mean? And they get back up a, a quality third pitcher. And then that opens up right field for the young guy. You know what I mean? I don't know. A lot of things could happen. We'll see.
0: I still think nice go, I think that, I think they'll still go right field. I think they'll go outfield. Instead. I'm going to be honest with you. I know you love him. but I
1: love him so much. Don't do not do what you're about to do to me. We've had a good not episode.
0: A-Kwan, I just, if he's, not, if he's not hitting like he was last year, I just, I don't know.
1: He's the chosen Kwan.
0: Okay, but if he's not hitting, if he's if just you look at his two... stats,
1: he's been unlucky this year.
0: Okay, all right. He but he struck out a lot this year.
1: Next episode, me and Caitlin will be talking about why she hates Stephen Kwan and wants to break heart.
0: I don't hate Stephen Kwan. I'm just saying that he struck out. A, he's he swung and missed a lot more this year.
1: He's trying to do too much. He's trying to lead this team to victory every night. It's tough to get the team in the back.
0: Well, if you just stop talking. Uh, calms down a little bit. <laughs> Look, I I like one, okay, but I'm just saying I'm just saying.
1: I know. That's for another day though.
0: Okay. I won't I won't really? I won't kill the vibe. <laughs> I'm not even I'm not even saying I'm just saying it's a it's a discussion if he continues to just be a two sixty hitter. I agree. So but hey, if again everybody was struggling. He, he kind of cuts back on the strikeouts a little bit, puts the ball in play, then fine. Yeah. But guys, I It'll mean, be they they talked about it on the broadcast. They're pitching him different. They're pitching him up. They're pitching him in. He's got to adjust again.
1: Yeah, and so, hopefully he finds it.
0: You know, and and I'm sure I'm again I'm sure he'll be, I'm sure he's because he he's a smart hitter and everything like that. So, but yeah, Brennan. In the outfield, but go out and get another, like a legitimate outfield bat. Yeah, my opinion.
1: It'll be interesting to see what happens.
0: Whether that's, I mean, I know there's been a lot of discussion about Bieber. I don't think.
1: I don't think they do it now with Tristan being hurt.
0: I don't think so either, and I don't think unless they get
1: blown away, obviously.
0: Yeah, I don't think it should be a determining factor either way, but the I think. The issue is like, I don't know. It's just not. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't think his value is as high. And at that point, you might as well just trade him in the off season. I mean, you can right. make the argument that if you're not getting multiple guys back and if his value is that low, just have him pitch out the, the his, his contract, give him the qualifying offer and get up, a compensation pick
1: yeah no you're right
0: but it'll be again, interesting to
1: what
0: they do it, yeah it'll be interesting to see also like what teams are aggressive enough because like if the Cardinals just continue to struggle they're not going to trade for him right so and they got a million outfielders whether it's Tyler O'Neal or not, Lars Newbar I I don't see them getting like a Jordan Walker for for um for Bieber but maybe like a lawyer's newport, but again, they're what eight games out of first place. Yeah. In in a division where the Brewers are still solid, the Reds are playing good baseball. We'll see how how far that goes, especially with their lack of pitching. Um it's it just it's just interesting. And then if you're Cleveland, do you want to trade Bieber to to like Baltimore? and maybe you match up with them in the playoffs. If you win a division and then you're playing one of the wild card teams and they're the wild card team you play. Right. Like I like I don't know. Like legit like legitimately I don't know what I don't know what to do with with Beaver. Either way. Because yeah. I just don't think yeah. you're going to get this crazy return that you would have if you Maybe even trade him this offseason, but you weren't gonna do that because you just won ninety two games. So I I don't know. No, I, mean. I agree.
1: So it'll be, any- it'll be, it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, I, I'm just else? thinking about it right now. No. <laughs> no, this is fun. And I honestly guys, I have said this before, but we are this is gonna be a we're coming back. More and more. I'm okay. not slacking anymore. Yes. Okay. Okay, so we're not so we're we'll, we're back. Fucking lock in. I'm excited. I am too. I've been here. I know. I know. I, I even Caitlin, had a couple I episodes.
0: Know. I even had a couple episodes on my own podcast. I know it made me sad, Layla. so we're
1: back. We're fucking back.
0: See the the incentive of <laughs> <laughs> of, of hitting record, I guess, making time. <laughs>
1: yep.
0: So okay, we got some. We still got some time left. Anything outside of Cleveland you want to talk about?
1: Honestly, uh, I think the only thing—I mean, Freddie Freeman, two thousand hits—that's awesome. Um, I can't think of anything. My my whole brain is just everything Cleveland right now.
0: All right. Well, okay. This this will be a Cleveland episode, and then like then we're cool with it. If you're
1: cool yeah. with it. All right. Yeah, I'm cool with it. All right.
0: <laughs> well, you you said everything off your chest. I I think I got everything off my chest, so um if you want to wrap up and shout out the Twitters and whatnot.
1: Yep. Uh you can follow me at yanezgabe Gate13, Y-N-E-Z-G-A-B-E, and follow the podcast at lead off talk. And that is L E A D O F F T A O K. okay
0: you can follow me on Twitter at Caitlin No C-L-E. That's Kaitlin K T L E N Knows And as always friends, easy.